0: Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Far Above Rubies. My name is Erin Holmes, and I'm the pastor's wife at Journey Church in Henderson, Nevada. Through Far Above Rubies, we dig deeper into the Word of God, not only to find out more about who He is, but also about who we are in Him. If you enjoy the podcast, be sure to subscribe and invite your friends to do the same. Now, a short word about our sponsor. Hello and thank you for tuning in to Far Above Rubies today. I'm so very glad that each of you are here today as we are continuing our walk through the Life of Jesus series. We're taking a look at his meeting with Nicodemus and we're gonna read the passage of John chapter three verses one through eight together right now. And they say this, it says, there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. What do you mean? exclaimed Nicodemus. How can an old man go back to his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going, so you can't explain how people are born of this Spirit. Now this is an interesting conversation that Jesus has with a religious leader, a a, um, scholar of religious things in his day and age, someone who is revered, someone who is looked up to, but someone who realizes that there's something different going on here, that Jesus is sent from God. He may not understand yet that Jesus is God robed in flesh like John talked about in John chapter one, but he understands that he is of God, from God, and has something to tell us here, okay? And so yesterday, In Matthew chapter three, we see Jesus actually example the necessity of baptism by immersion. And today he's clear as day sharing with us all the absolute necessity of being born again or receiving the Holy Spirit uh, and experiencing new life through that. Encounter. The Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out when Jesus was having this conversation with Nicodemus. Um, John chapter 14, Jesus begins to elaborate more about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit that is to come. And he says in John chapter 14, he says, The Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, then he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So he says, The Holy Spirit is the Comforter. And then he says, I will not leave you comfortless. Don't worry. I will come to you. He's implying here that his spirit is indeed the Holy Spirit. John chapter 7 and verse 39 said, says, up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified or ascended into heaven. So what is that connection? If Jesus and the Holy Spirit are not one and the same, why does it matter if Jesus has not yet been glorified for the Holy Spirit to be poured out? Jesus is teaching Nicodemus that unless we are born of the Spirit, unless we go from walking with Jesus to having Jesus come to live inside of us, which he compares by the way to the blowing of the wind, we cannot enter or even see the kingdom of heaven. I wanna say that again. He says, unless we receive the Holy Spirit, unless we are born again by the Holy Spirit, not just knowing the Holy Spirit, walking alongside the Holy Spirit, loving the Holy Spirit, talking to the Holy Spirit, but receiving the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, Jesus said, we cannot enter or even see the kingdom of heaven. So what does that look like, receiving the Holy Spirit? Acts chapter two, verses one through four, tells us, it gives us this glimpse of what Jesus was talking about, even with the comparison of blowing like the wind. It said, and when the day of Pentecost, which was just a feast that meant 50 days after Passover, was fully come, that they were all with one accord in one place. They were all in harmony, in agreement in one place. And it says, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. Remember John chapter three? Jesus says, it's just like the wind that blows. It says, and it suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all of the house where they were sitting. And they began to speak in other tongues or heavenly languages or prayer languages, whatever label you want to put on it, as the Spirit, as the Spirit gave them the ability to do so. That's the picture of what Jesus is talking about. And we see that happen again and again throughout the book of Acts as the first church emerges and is birthed into this world. We begin to see that over and over again, Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, and other places we see that Holy Spirit come and fill people who loved God and had relationship with God and they were born again. What a beautiful conversation we see take place between Jesus and Nicodemus that maybe even Nicodemus could not possibly fully understand in that moment since the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out because Jesus had not yet been glorified. But Jesus is having this conversation for the benefit of everyone who is to come afterwards that we may know unless we are born of water and of spirit, we cannot enter or even see the kingdom of heaven. Go and read John chapter three, verses one through eight. And if you feel up to it, keep on reading. It's a great chapter. If no one's told you lately, you are loved and you are cherished and you are valuable. You have beautiful and tremendous worth, my sweet friend. And that worth is far above rubies. Thank you for being here with me today. And I will see you all again tomorrow. God bless you.